Hi, my name is Yang Mei Ui, and you're listening to the Fusion View podcast. I'm a writer, blogger, and newbie runner based in London. The Fusion View podcast is my personal cross-cultural view on life, culture, running, and anything else that takes my interest. I hope you enjoy the show. Good morning, everyone. Um, it's Easter Sunday, and it's uh, grey and drizzly, um, as typically happens on uh, bank holiday weekends in the UK. Um, I've just made uh, my breakfast, uh, which is a power smoothie. Uh, it's a raspberry smoothie, which I've made with raspberries, um, soya milk, um, some oats, um, and uh, um, some protein powder. Um, and I'm going to have that uh, this morning before I go out for my training run for the 5K uh, fun run at the end of April. Um, the fun run uh, training is run uh, by Run Ha Ha Ha, is uh, organised uh, by the people who have organised the um, the, the fun run, um, and it's every Sunday morning in Dulwich Park. Uh, there's a group of us, and we trundle around the park, um, gradually building up our stamina. I've been really enjoying that. Anyway, uh, for today's show, I'm putting together some uh, different uh, audio clips. Um, the first one is really m- me talking about how, as a bookworm, I'm enjoying the physicality of getting uh, g- um, getting into shape uh, with, with all this running uh, stuff. And uh, for one of the other clips, uh, I recorded that on my way home from work uh, one evening um, and wondering, really, what do people do with um, the dead time when they're commuting? And in the final clip, um, it's recorded while I've been lazing on the sofa on Good Friday, uh, taking a much-needed break. So we're now in early April, and I imagine that everyone who is going to be running in the London Marathon must be getting their um, training up and doing whatever they need to do in the last few weeks of preparation for the marathon. Um, I can't imagine what that would be like. It just seems to be an insurmountable feat in my eyes. Um, But um, good luck to everybody, and I hope your training gets you where you need to be um, and I'll certainly be catching uh, as much of the marathon that I can on TV um, on the 26th of uh, April. Um, And I say I'll be catching as much as I can because um, my uh, little 5k fun run, as I mentioned in last week's uh, podcast, um, is going to be at 10am that morning. Um, We should be done by 11, I should think, um, and I hope uh, sometime before 11, um, so that we can get back um, and uh, shower, have a good slap-up meal um, and catch um, the marathon uh, uh, on telly uh, later that day. and uh, it, it seems to me, uh, I, I feel sort of, um, gosh, my, for me, it's such a big thing to do this 5K. But for, for other people, um, you know, they're on to their um, second, third, uh, 20th uh, marathon. Um, and uh, it, it's, it just seems such a huge gap between um, me and those people. But I imagine that uh, you... Who have uh, who are an experienced runner and uh, who's um, who who are doing marathons and so on? Uh, I guess you guys would have started exactly where I've started um, right now, but uh, you just started some time ago. Um, and um, I was reminded of this because I got an email today from a friend, um, Matthew, who is doing the marathon, um, and in fact, it's his second marathon this year. Now look, it's April. Um, 
and already he's done the Tokyo Marathon. Um, what, a, what, what an amazing thing. He's about my age, I guess, mid-40s, um, and he did his first marathon, I think, was it last year or the year before? Anyway, um, he really got the bug, um, and uh, he, he started, um, I guess, uh, a few years ago, um, just like me, just running uh, in the evenings, um, and then just the, the the bug got him. So I'm hoping that when I uh, meet him for lunch uh, in a little while, that um, I'll in, I'll be able to interview him and ask him how he started, why he started, whether he's got any tips for me uh, to keep going, to how to improve my running, my stamina, my speed, and so on. Um, I just love being able to learn from you know real people who who are. Uh, who've done the, this and, and who uh, are ahead of me and can pass on some tips. Um, so if I can capture um, this interview on, on, uh, uh, on an audio file, um, I shall certainly be posting it up um, on one of the future editions of this podcast. Um, and he, he, he was saying that the next thing um, I know I'll be getting um, a subscription to Runner's World and, um, and then that, that's it, I'll, I'll be completely hooked. Um, and he will, um, you know, he may be right. But anyway, inspired uh, by him this afternoon, um, I um, went on to Amazon uh, and uh, ordered a couple of books. Um, they are, the first one is the Non-Runner's Marathon Trainer and the second one is the Runner's World Run Less, Run Faster training program. Um, I think I'm going to read the second one first uh, because it has training programs for 5k, 10k, half marathon and then uh, the, the big one. Um, uh, and I, I guess I'm, I'm not promising myself or, or making any um, big sort of statement or putting my flag in the ground and saying I'm going to be doing a marathon um, in time to come. But I guess I'm, I'm interested in the whole um, psychology of endurance um, and the physiology of it. Um, being a, a very bookish person um, and uh, sort of preferring for, for many years of my life just to, to be sedentary um, and to lounge about and, and do nothing, um, I've never really understood the, the, um, the, the, the pleasure of uh, physical exercise um, or the gains that you get, you get from it. Um, it just seems to me like goodness too much hard work. Um, and now that I'm somehow sort of stepped across the line to this other world to become a runner, um, this, it's opening up a whole new world of experience um, that uh, to experience um, my physicality and to be more grounded in, in my own body. And so um, I, I, I'm, I want to find out more and I want to learn more. And again, of course, this is a very typical me approach, a very cerebral approach to, uh, to anything that um, I, I become interested in, you know, um, to get the book, to read the book, to find out more, to, to analyse um, and, uh, uh, and to learn. Um, but uh, hopefully it will inspire me. Um, and, and let's see what happens. You know, my main goal at the moment is to um, just be able to run 5K comfortably without stopping, without gasping and falling down um, and killing myself. Um, and I think I'm, I'll, I'll be able to do it um, at the end of April. Um, and then to increase um, my efficiency um, and, and pacing. Um, and then we'll see what happens after that. I think small baby steps, because um, if I start thinking grandiose um, uh, I'm start making grandiose plans, then um, that's that's always a surefire way to to um, 
to, to sabotage myself or something. So, you know, small baby steps, small achievements, one step at a time, literally. Um, and um, the, 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 this, this whole thing of kind of feeling physical and, and being uh, really into um, my body has been uh, such a new experience and I've, I've really, really enjoyed it. Um, I've been managing to run and walk um, the actual 5K course um, in my local park um, the last uh, couple of weeks uh, of, of my little uh, training um, homework that I've been doing. Um, and I'm, I've been um, running for eight minutes, walking for two, running for nine minutes, walking for one, and sort of doing that interval training. And the other day, I was really, really pleased because I was just coming on the home stretch and I felt really, really good. Um, and I thought, well, I'll, I'm going to sprint this last section. Um, and I just went for it. And I've never been able to sprint before. And um, I just whizzed along. I felt so amazed and it felt so amazing just to whiz along. I couldn't feel my feet, I couldn't feel um, anything but there's just the sense of speed um, and my lungs weren't killing me, My, my uh, I, didn't, I didn't get a stitch um, and okay this lasted for about 30 seconds um, and, then, and then it all kicked in and I was kind of gasping and I had to stop and slow down but just those 30 seconds of pure joy and pure energy um, I think that's called the runner's high um, and I really really loved it. So I'm on my way home from work in the middle of the week. It's a beautiful spring afternoon, um, but I'm a little bit frustrated because I'm uh, delayed coming home uh, due to some major accident on the bus route um, that I normally take, so I had to try and find an alternative. I ended up taking the train and changing a couple of stops um, and finally I'm in the South London suburb and I'm heading on home. It made me think about how much um, dead time we have um, every day in the mornings when we have to commute to work, uh, in the evenings when we commute back and um, just watching people doing what they do to try and pass the time most people would be reading, listening to their iPods, a lot of people on their phones making calls, quite a number of people also playing computer games, fiddling with their phones, uh, reading the paper and so on. Um, but some, I had an unusual sight this morning that I noticed from the bus window as we passed a, a bus stop. There was a young guy standing there and he was shaving with an electric shaver and he was using the glass of the um, of the bus stop. Um, it's one of those little um, sort of three-sided oblong boxes uh, for the bus stop and uh, he was using one of those sides as a mirror as he shaved and I'd never seen that before um, and it just seemed a very private act uh, to be doing in public. And then I thought, well, why not? Because I've seen women put on their makeup um, on the bus and on the trains on their way to work. And I have to say, I've always been impressed how they manage to do that, these women who apply makeup, because they turn up, they sit down, they're looking bedraggled and tired and pasty faced. And, and uh, I just watch them with fascination as they apply lipstick, uh, foundation, 
um, eyeliner and, and so on. Um, and all this while the bus is moving along um, and the train is chugging along. Um, and they don't seem to, to make any... Um, uh, any mistakes and if it was me I'd have a huge red lipstick mark straying across my cheek <laughs> or poke myself in the eye but then you know 10 minutes later uh, or so they're looking beautiful glamorous ready to face the world and it's uh, it just really is um, quite interesting how we can do these private things but it's in public um, and uh, while we're doing it I suppose um, we're not aware or perhaps we block out the fact that we're in a public space we close down and people around us um, um, give us our privacy by not staring um, although I suppose there'll be many like me who surreptitiously look up or stare um, or um, take note of what these people, people are doing um, how do I spend my dead time? well, I listen to podcasts um, because I can't read um, on the bus um, and uh, it just makes me feel sick so podcasts are great um, I listen to talk podcasts because I find them um, very interesting uh, and I've actually been through a course of American history at uh, UC Berkeley um, and also a course in medieval history um, at, at UC Berkeley um, as well as social psychology and so it's the um, it's the uh, what is, in England we call it undergraduate um, so I suppose it's freshman year um, podcast where the lecturers are very very good they um, they really tell the story in, of, of these of the, of the American history of medieval history very very well um, and I'm just l- sitting there listening and I feel that I've learned so much because they they um, impart the information in such an entertaining and interesting way um, and at the moment I'm listening to uh, running and triathlon podcast to inspire me in my um, newfound passion um, I'm not thinking of doing triathlon but I just find it an interesting uh, sport um, to hear about it hear about that training the all-round training that uh, these athletes do um, and I, I may I may add well in fact I'm, I'm thinking of adding swimming to uh, to running so to take some of the weight off the pounding of the pavements uh, and to do something floating around um, uh, uh, and and, uh, and, and, uh, and and I think swimming can be quite relaxing in that sense by taking the weight off. Uh, I'm not sure I'm going to add cycling because trying to cycle in London is a pretty scary thing. So um, that's not on that's not on the on the schedule for now. Um, so yes, yeah, so dead time. What do you do with your with your dead time while you commute? Um, I'd love to hear from you. Um, go to. Um, fusionview.co.uk forward slash contact if you would like to uh, leave me an email um, or a voicemail and let me know how do you spend your dead time while you commute uh, do do share your story well it's a good friday here in the uk um, and today is a bank holiday we've got a lovely long weekend over Easter because Monday um, is also a bank holiday. Um, it's one of the um, best times of the year for having um, a four-day bank holiday and it's really, really lovely. I'm lounging here on the sofa in my front room um, in the bay window looking out at a rather grey afternoon with a little bit of drizzle. Um, and it's quite a luxury, really, to have the opportunity uh, to just lie here and do nothing much. 
I think I might uh, read a book or perhaps listen to a podcast um, or maybe some music uh, and just stare into space if I listen to the music. Um, and no doubt within a little while I shall be falling asleep and having a little bit of a snore. Um, it's quite rare these days, isn't it, uh, for us to have the opportunity um, in our busy lives just to chill out and do nothing very much. I remember times in um, when I was younger, in particular as a teenager, those long summer holidays where I would just lie on my bed in my room and stare at the ceiling, listening to music or look out the window. And just you could, I could spend the whole day doing that, or at least a whole morning or afternoon. And or else sometimes I'd lie on my bed and I'd read. And I remember finishing books so quickly then because I would just lie there and read and read and read and there was nothing very much else to do. And back in back in those days, we didn't have the internet um, or computers or um, and certainly in Malaysia, uh, TV was just in the evenings. Um, so you'd have long day, long days, long mornings and afternoons with nothing much to do. Um, and I mean, as, as a kid, I'd play around with my uh, brother and sister and run around. But as a teenager, there's just there's something about being a teenager, which is all about lying in your uh, lying on your bed in your room being antisocial, or at least that was that was my teenage years, and uh, perhaps uh, um, there's um, a, a group of... Uh, p people are divided into teenagers who lie around on their beds moodily doing nothing um, and being lazy, and those other teenagers that are out there being sporty and sociable and uh, um, jolly and hang out in gangs. Um, I was definitely the, the more kind of lazy type. Um, and um, these days I, I find with work and um, all my commitments and interests and uh, activities, um, I'm, I'm rushing around um, you know, to, to work and then after work I'm running around doing chores and admin paying bills, you know, all those sort of running the household, running your life sort of things that you have to do, um, even though you may not like doing them, they just have to be done, tidying up, hoovering, um, and uh, then all the other fun things, going out, seeing friends, um, spending time on the computer, blogging, twittering, emailing. Um, it always just seems so rushed these days. Um, so it's a real delight to have a chance just to lounge and do nothing. Um, oh, and I forgot, um, of course, running, my, my newfound passion, running, <laughs> takes a lot of time. Um, but, you know, I enjoy that. But... Uh, um, it is quite nice just to take the weight off my feet, lounge around, stare at the ceiling, look out at the um, look out at the afternoon, and see the tree outside um, starting to sprout little green leaves. and And um, it's wonderful in the springtime because you can hear the birds. and It's it's a strange thing you don't notice it. Well, at least I. I don't notice it so much in the winter, perhaps maybe because, you know, here in the UK we're holed up and it's cold and uh, we're indoors. Um, but it really is quite striking, I find, on spring mornings when I head off to work early in the morning and um, for the first time hear birds singing. Um, and then I remember that um, all those winter mornings that I leave in the dark to go and catch my bus into town uh, to go to work, um, you know, it's, it's silent um, and it's just such a joy um, to hear them tweeting in the background. Um, so, 
Yes, so I'm now going to do nothing um, because, uh, you know, podcasting and and blogging is is not doing nothing. So that's defeating the purpose. So I'm going to sign off now um, and um, have a, a, a good stretch of time where I'm just going to be a blob. Well, that's all for the show today. If you'd like to add a uh, written comment or um, leave me a voicemail, go to www.fusionview.co.uk forward slash contact. You can also check out my blog at www.fusionview.co.uk. Thanks for listening. <laughs>